Hello, and welcome to the Self Project Podcast. I'm your host, Christy Martin, and I'm a life transformation and human design coach who supports others on their own personal growth journeys. This show is all about rediscovering and reinventing who we are, and we are going to talk about it all. From wellness, spirituality, self-empowerment, energy, self-realization, sobriety, mental health awareness, literally anything that can help us along on our own self-project journeys. So let's dive right in. So I want to welcome to the show today, Bex Beltran, and Bex is a resistance coach and podcast host and the founder of Release Your Resistance. She helps clients notice the resistance that is holding them back and drop it so they can have the exact life that they want. And I am so grateful that you came on to talk to us today, and I'm actually really excited to dig into the topic of resistance and, you know, what is it even? How can we identify it? How can we um, work on releasing it? And so I'm just want to say thank you so much, Bex, for being on the show today. And do you mind sharing just more about yourself? Yes. Thank you, Christy. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. I've listened to a few of your episodes <laughs> and I think we are very much aligned or parallel in our journey too. And um, so, yeah, I am a resistance coach, like you said, and what I noticed, I think all coaches, and maybe you found this too, I think all coaches, their number one client is themselves, right? <laughs> we always coach ourselves on what we need and what we see in oh. ourselves. And then that makes us really good at helping others doing something similar or uh, something that we've already made it through, then we can turn around and help others. And so I um, have a lot of resistance. Uh, You know, I see it all the time. And because I started studying it and noticing it and digging in and dissecting it, it's made me better at coaching myself, of course, but it's also helped me to be able to see it in my clients too. Mm -hmm. So resistance sounds like this is a very vague phrase. So people might be listening, thinking, what are they even talking about right now? Resistance are these thoughts that we think like, I could never do that. Or I don't know how to do that. Or people wouldn't like it. People will be so mad if I do what I want to do. Or, you know, all these thoughts, like, I don't know how to do this. I can't afford to do it. All these thoughts are our own resistant thoughts. And that's exactly what holds us back from getting what we want. Because if we weren't thinking those thoughts, we would just go straight ahead. There's plenty of areas of our life where we have just gone straight ahead with no resistance. So what's the difference? Why in some things we can just plow straight ahead, get what we want, create what we want, but other things we hold ourselves back. That is an excellent point because, um, you know, I can see that with myself, like full charge ahead with this podcast. I have all this energy for it. And then at the same time on the flip side, it's like, well, your business, where are you moving forward with that? And, you know, running into a lot of resistance there. So I can 100% um, apply that to my life right this second where I'm seeing it. So yeah, do you, so show it, I mean, Do you mind telling us a little bit about your story? Like what kind of resistances did you kind of work through along the way? Um, You know, and it wasn't, yeah, that's an interesting thing because 
unlike maybe your story or other people's story, like I didn't have like this major thing that I like had to break through or overcome mm-hmm. or, you know, um, when I look back and think wh- what is, what has been my transformation, I definitely see a transformation so much so. And, but I was so unaware of my own thinking. So the way that I look at it is for the first 30 ish, something, maybe 40 years of my life, I was just following the default path just doing what society or my family or I thought, or Mm -hmm. I mean, so many things that I did, I just thought I was supposed to do. Like maybe I came up with the idea on my own or maybe society told me, or I saw it on a TV show or my family expected it of me or who knows what, right? And then in 2016, like in the years about 2015 to 2018, I, maybe I was ready or maybe I was open or maybe I followed the right crumbs and got to the right, you know, but mm-hmm. I got so much awareness and I started transforming my life and I was like blown away about like, what? This was all available to me. This was all possible. I, I had no idea. And so it's very exciting and it's very attractive, you know, and, and I, I see it in myself. I see it in my clients. I see it in other people like you, other podcasters, other teachers. And I'm like, oh, we got to, sh- we got to get this out. <laughs> People have got to learn this. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was able to kind of identify six concepts of my life that kind of, I learned during that period of my life that really helped me transform. Um, and that was, that's actually one of my early podcast episodes. Um, but it wasn't really the, it wasn't really about resistance at when I was like, identifying those six areas, but that is a common thread throughout everything. (laughs) What don't we do and why don't we do it? It's because of our resistance. Mm, 100%. Have you kind of pinpointed some um, uh, like maybe major, as I say, themes around resistance or maybe some, um, you know what I mean? Like some major, I want to say the word excuses, but that's not quite what I'm looking for, but like some yeah, I think I know what you're talking about okay. because I like to organize and classify things, yeah. you know, so that I can better understand them. So, so far, just in a very simple way, I categorize resistance into three categories. I think we have urgent resistance and you've probably experienced this or we probably all know it's like when you're getting that shouted no in your head, like someone's like, hey, you know what you should do for your podcast? You should X, Y, Z. And you're like, no, I would never, (laughs) right? This is like immediate, urgent resistance, right? And you haven't even examined it to say, well, should I? Is that a good idea? Like, would it works for them? Would it work for me? You don't even, you're just shouting like, no, that's a change. That's different. That's a threat. So that's like urgent resistance. And then we have passive resistance where it doesn't even feel like resistance. We're like, Someone says, oh, you should um, make a change to your uh, podcast. And you're like, okay, well, yeah, but you know, I don't, I really don't have a lot of time to work on that change, but yeah, I, yeah, maybe, or I, I would have to learn how to make that change, but yeah, I'm open to it. So there's kind of like this, I will, but I won't, Yeah, you know, you're still resisting, but you're not like, it's very passive. Mm-hmm. And then I think we also have avoidant resistance mm. that we're not even aware of. And it shows up like in our body, like, it's like, if you agree to do something and you don't really want to do it, and then you get sick on the day of like your body is resisting on your behalf. Right. Or like when you're like, okay, I'm going to write the email, but then you keep on closing the browser or you unplug the computer or you're like stopping yourself in your tracks. 
you know, when you're going to go do something and you forget what you need to take with you in order to do it, that's avoidant resistance. I say it shows up for me a lot as like distraction too. Um, distraction Mm -hmm. gives me a way to avoid like, Oh, Oh, something's happening over here. Uh Oh, I just, somebody just messaged me. I better get into my inbox and like, do some emails. And it's like, no, that's not what you were originally supposed to be on the computer doing. That is so good oh. to notice, right? Yeah. Because then next I time think. you see yourself, oops, I got to go answer this. Oops, I got to go check this. You can be like, hold on. What am I, why am I resisting doing what I said I was going to do? Mm-hmm. And then dig into that. Yeah. I Yeah. And I think it plays a lot into, I don't know. Um, I read that over the last year, some Brian Tracy and the eat that frog. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I feel like it plays a lot in the, that too. I have to sit down very first thing in the morning and tackle the thing that I'm most either like resistant about or just not looking forward to or that I just, it's not my favorite thing to do. That's become a real big strategy for me too. Like, okay, that's the sit- first thing that you have to sit down and do while you're like fresh and you're as focused as you're going to be and just get it over with. So that's been a really big strategy for me in that way and overcoming resistance. Yeah. That is good. So that is an example of you accepting, not resisting the resistance. And you're like, okay, I'm, I don't want to do it, but I'm just going to do it. And that's fine. So that's one way to deal with it. And I think that works in some cases, but in some cases, if we don't even know that we're resisting it, mm-hmm. like we can't even recognize the resistance. That's why it's so helpful to get clear on what resistance is, how it shows up for you. So that's like the first step is awareness, Mm -hmm. just to be aware and onto yourself about what you're resisting. And then you can dig into it and question, because for example, if there's something that you're resisting that you kind of force yourself to do in the morning and you're telling yourself, I wish I didn't have to do this. I don't really want to do it, but you um, say, "I'm, I'm doing it. And you overcome the resistance by power, by force, right? And if you took some time to explore, why don't I want to do this? Why is this so hard for me? Why can't I stay focused on this? What is my resistance offering to me? Where is this resistance coming from? You might notice, like, I don't believe in it. Like, I don't think this will make a difference. Or I don't think I'm good at it. Or I don't think it will be good enough. Or whatever. That's the layer that you want to examine. Not the layer, I don't want to do this, but the layer, I don't think this will be good or I don't really believe in this because then, oh, that's where all your power is, right? Mm -hmm. It's like getting down, you're running to really start that line of questioning and you're really wanting to get down to that underneath that, Mm -hmm. you know, underneath the superficial layer. Okay, I'm feeling this way. Like why? It's that digging, that probing, that, okay, Mm -hmm. well. Why is, like you said, why exploring the belief? Why is that coming up for me? Why don't I like doing this? Is there something I can do to shift it? So I love that you, it's all about self-awareness and diving deeper. Yeah. I love that. So tell us too, um, how, what are some other ways? Like I kind of talked about, like that was kind of my method. I just forced my way through the resistance. Yeah. Yeah. You have, what are some other ways that you've seen like, just kind of being able to work through it and yeah and overcome it. Um, I think a big way, so awareness, first of all, so it's helpful to hear other people talk about it and then notice, start noticing it in your own life. So I think awareness is the very first thing. Mm-hmm. And it's funny too, because whenever I, ta- I tell people, you know, I'm a resistance, I'm a resistance coach. I help people um, on my podcast with resistance. And then I'll say something a little bit later. They'll say, Oh, sounds like you have some resistance around that. And it's like, yeah, I do. 
<laughs> I really do. I will be the first to, um, you know, volunteer, but also good job on noticing that. Like if I just say the word resistance to you and you're like, oh, that sounds like resistance. Yes. You are learning. You are figuring it out. Now you can see it in other people and yourself. So I think awareness is number one. Um, and then I think just kind of like separating because our brains believe everything you know, we believe everything our brains tell us mm. for the most part, unless we get intentional. So start separating what is true, what is real, what is a fact, and what is just uh. a very strongly worded suggestion from our brain. <laughs> yes. Like your brain telling you, um, uh, like, I, I don't think I'll be good at this. You know, like if that is one of the things that's holding you back from doing what you want to do, I don't think I'll be good at this. Okay. And your brain just believes it. Like, well, I, I know that I, I just know it. I don't think I'll be good at this. I have proof. I don't think I'll be good at this. Well, your brain is believing that as if that is the truth, as if we could like look it up and find proof of it. And that is just a thought. And not only is it just an opinion of yours, it's also in the future. You're predicting the future when you say, I don't think I'll be good at this. You're manifesting you manifest know? <laughs> Yeah. How do you know if you'll be good at it or not? But your your brain is telling you, I don't think I'll be good at this. So therefore, like you said, we kind of start to act as if we're not going to be good at this. And then guess what? We're not, you know, we're not good at it. So yeah, I think separating what's true and what's a thought or an opinion, you know, uh, and just even saying like, I'm thinking I won't be good at this, but I really don't know. This could be the thing that I'm a genius at. I've never tried it before. You know, another way to do like the, I, I don't think I'll be good at this example is what if you're not good at this? So what, what, what then? Like our brain is like, this is a huge problem. If I'm not good at this, this will be the end of everything. I'll just have to like quit. <laughs> no, actually no. Right. What will happen if you're not good at this? Oh, well, I'll learn. I'll practice. My first couple will not be great. All of that is, that's all fine, right? We can all live with all of that. Yeah. 100%. Do you feel like at some point, obviously, as we grow, new resistances keep popping up. We, you know, get through one and something else pops up. You kind of feel like at, you know, maybe everybody is working through a resistance. Like we're always going to have something, something to work through as we clear one thing, something new will pop up. Oh yeah. I expect to be working on resistance for the rest of my life. And I guess this is really good job security. I mean, I can definitely teach people how to recognize their resistance and help them release it because so many times we don't even see it in ourselves. Mm -hmm. You know, we can't recognize it and other people can see it because they have no drama about it. They have no intimate relationship with you know, I have no intimate relationship with your resistance. So it's no problem at all for me to tell you, Christy, you're holding yourself back. You're telling yourself that story. That's not even true. And you're like, what? That it isn't? No, I think I'm pretty sure it is true. And I'll be like, uh, 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 no, 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 it's not true at all. Here's why. And then you can drop your resistance. But um, yeah, so I do think even though I can teach people and coach people on how to do it, and then you can apply it to yourself and you'll be using it. And of course, you'll be better at it than without it. But I think we'll all, I mean, I find new resistance in myself all the time. Yeah. Right. But the cool thing, like you said, is once once you've kind of learned that process that you teach others, then every time that that pops up for you, you can kind of, you know, you take the same journey with it. 
you go through the same journey of working through it and identifying, becoming aware of what's going on for me. And it's just this beautiful cycle of just learning, growing, and then we go again and again. Totally. <laughs> yes. It's the circle yep. of life. It is. It really is. So I would love to hear a little bit more about your podcast. So what are you, what do you share about on your podcast? What do you talk about over there? Yeah. So the first season, so um, I started in 2020, in January of 2020. And um, like you, I had never done a podcast before. I didn't know anything about it. I was like, let's just figure this out. Let's just throw it in there. And it's been so fun and interesting and learning so much and figuring things out. It's been so good. So I started out at the beginning of the year with an entire 52 episodes mapped out you know, like what I thought I would talk about and, and how I thought I would do it awesome. with the permission that if things change, that I would also change mm-hmm. like no problem. Well, guess what? A few things have changed in 2020. I don't know if you've noticed <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I have changed even if nothing changed in 2020, if it was just the same old boring 2019 version one year later, not that 2019 was boring, but you know, yes. um, I have changed a lot too. And even just, yeah, so much. So I, um, I started out with my plan at the beginning of the, of the podcast was I noticed these six concepts that really changed my life. And I wanted to kind of talk about each one. And so I do have an episode or two about some of those different concepts that changed my life. Like, um, for sure, coaching and self-coaching and, and having awareness of my thoughts, that was like number one thing that has changed my life, you know, intentionality, that kind of thing. But also things like um, financial independence and having uh, an awareness of, uh, I, I kind of, it's kind of like constraint. I kind of group things together like minimalism and being intentional about what I eat, you know, that all kind of falls together. Um, having an abundance mindset, that's another topic. So there's just a couple different topics and I kind of touch on them throughout. But um, as the year has gone, I have introduced other topics too that I've learned along the way or that I've noticed are a pattern in my life or in my clients' lives. So I've kind of introduced those. Um, my most popular episode so far is about a uh, a practice that I do every year on my birthday that um, it's kind of like a new year's resolution, but it's tied to me because it's on my birthday. And that um, episode gets a lot of attention. It's, it's fun. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. So you have your podcast. Um, what other ways are you working with people and how can they work with you? I work with uh, clients one-on-one. So that's, so people can work with me directly or indirectly. I like to say, so, um, directly people can hire me as their one-on-one coach, weekly coaching sessions. Some clients come to me with a specific thing they are working on. Um, and then we work through that or some clients just come to me and they're like, let's open it up and see what's (laughs) inside. And then we, we do, we uncover things along the way. We, they develop goals along the way, or they change their focus. I thought I wanted this, but now I'm realizing I really want that. Um, So that's the most direct way to work with me. Mm -hmm. And then the indirect way to work with me is to uh, listen to the podcast. I have a companion work uh, workbook that goes along with the podcast episodes. So Frequently throughout the episodes, I give ideas for a worksheet you could do or an exercise you could do to practice this or just a list of what I talked about so that you can revisit it. 
So if you want to get the companion workbook that goes along with the episodes, then you can kind of work on them as you listen. So that's kind of an indirect way of working with me. And earlier this year, I was doing a lot of workshops. So I have a lot of my workshop replays on my website too. So if anyone wants to go learn how to master your procrastination or how to, (laughs) a lot of people are like, I need that, but I'll get to it later. It's like, get it now. (laughs) You're procrastinating. I have kind of an unconventional approach to vision boards. So I have a workshop about vision boards. It's not your mama's vision board workshop. It's a little bit unconventional. How cool. I love vision boards. Yeah, Yeah, me too. So I really love the idea of the, like the companion workbook that you're, the companion worksheets that you have with your podcast, because um, not only can somebody go through and learn from you and, you know, um, kind of mirror themselves, see where them, see where they can see themselves in your story, but then now you've actually given them a tangible tool and resource to like, okay, now we are going to dive into you. So yes. I- and I've had um, people, listeners tell me like, I listen to you while I'm driving or while I'm doing something, which is how I listen to podcasts yeah. too, you know, while I'm walking or, or meal prepping or whatever. And so then they're like, and I got a really good idea, but I'm, then I needed to like write it down or come back and listen to it later. And so I, well, first of all, for anyone's podcast, I say, listen to it multiple times because you can never listen to the same episode twice. You'll always hear something different or you'll be in a different mindset. You'll notice something that you didn't hear the first time. So I would say, go ahead and re-listen to the same episode, but also, yeah, having that companion worksheet or workbook lets you go in afterwards and it kind of reminds you of what you heard. Yeah. Yeah, I love that. And I'm going to Offer a really quick tip. Don't do this if you're driving, but sometimes if I'm listening to a podcast episode when I hear something really like that struck me or that I want to come back to, I do a really quick screenshot. Like if I'm on my phone in the car, you know, just and then that way I can go back to my photos later and then I go back. And that's what I wanted to re-listen to that certain part. Don't do that if you're driving. (laughs) I love that tip because I have the same you know, need of being able to capture like, right. And so I hadn't thought of doing a screenshot, which is so smart because what I usually do is I pause the podcast and then I open up my notes app and I write down like 14 minutes, 12 seconds, the word resistance, you know, so that I can go back and find it. Yes. I did that too for a while. And then I was like, oh, you can't do this. So it was just like a quick thing. Like you don't even have to hardly look at it, but don't do it. Right. Yes. At the stoplight, it's fine. At the stoplight. (laughs) So yeah, I really love that. So do you want to let us know where can we connect with you online, your website, and then your social media accounts that we could follow you on? Yeah. In fact, that reminds me of something, a real life resistance story from Bex, a real life Bex resistance story. So at the beginning of, um, you know, when I started the podcast and as I was trying to be a little bit more visible online and everything, I told myself the story and I still believe the story. I think it's actually a pretty good story that I needed to be on Instagram more actively uh, in order to, you know, promote myself and the podcast and find people and help people find me and that kind of thing. And I had so much resistance to Instagram. Like I like it, but I I didn't spend a lot of time on it. Anyhow, I I don't spend a lot of time on social media a lot anyhow. Um, And so 
when I told myself I needed to spend time there and I was like, and I didn't understand stories. I was like, I don't get it. What, why it goes away. Like I didn't, I didn't get it. Right. I was like, I, what, what are people posting? Who watches? How do they watch? Like, I was so confused. So this is like resistance, passive resistance. Like me saying, I want to do it, but I don't understand, or it's very confusing or I need to learn. And I don't have time now. I'll learn it later. All the but I just decided like, I want to do this. And so I did take some courses. I watched some YouTube videos. I started paying attention to other people's Instagrams and their stories and seeing what other people were doing. And I started like, oh, this is kind of fun. Oh, and I'm a very visual person. So I actually really like the idea of curating photos and having things kind of have a, a theme or, or colors or something like that. So I actually really put a lot of effort into my own Instagram feed and it's been so much fun. And this was something that I was really resistant to because I thought I didn't know it. It would take so much time. What if nobody liked it? You know, all those thoughts that we all have. So yes, Instagram is one place that people can find me and go check out my feed and give me some feedback if you like it, because I like to put some time and effort into it. <laughs> yeah. It is fun. Um, I feel like I mirror your story a lot because I've been feeling a little just actually lately resistant to Instagram. Like, oh, there's, there's no growth there. Like, you know, they banned hashtags, you know, like that. But <laughs> then I have to come back around to, I, I love the visual aspect of it yes. too. I'm putting something together. And if you know human design, I have um, one of my gates defined that likes to make things look pretty. So I'm just like, I love that portion of it. So yeah, that is good. Well, and now just like you were talking about earlier, how our resistance evolves and it revisits. So I felt really good about Instagram. And now they're changing it as all things change. And now I'm like, ah, now I have to learn this. Now this is something new to learn. It's all coming back up for me again. Mm -hmm. All the buttons are moved around and now there's a shopping thing. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Now we have to learn. But that's okay. So yeah, I'm on Instagram. I'm on Facebook. You can look for Release Your Resistance on Facebook. And then probably the easiest way for anyone to find me is just my website. It's my name and my last initial. So Bex B, so easy, B-E-X-B dot org, because I like to organize things. I like to put things in categories. (laughs) I love it. Bexb.org. Bexb.org. That's perfect. So everything will also be linked in the show notes. So go check those out and You'll be able to follow her and we're going to link you to the new year's resolution podcast as well. Oh yeah. That's kind of, well, it's interesting because it's, we are coming up to new year, yeah. uh, you know, new year's resolution. And even in the um, podcast, I say like, I'm not really into new year's resolutions. Yeah. <laughs> so, and I have, you know, I think there's reasons why tying it to your birthday is a lot more personal. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think that um, I like how you did that because I feel like I did that this year. I turned 36 and I kind of made this declaration to, um, for me, it was like trying one new thing a week because I had myself stuck in a story that, you know, as a mom of five boys, I couldn't go do anything new and, you know, I wasn't able to go do that stuff. So like one of the very first things I did was went and had like a Reiki massage. So that was a new thing for me. Then like the next week I went and had lunch by myself and that was like really kind of out of (laughs) discomfort that was really uncomfortable for me because it's learning how to sit with yourself and just be with you and be okay with that so then COVID hit and then we've had to explore some different ways but I love you could do something like that with your birthday yeah so that was my thing was like stop being um a little 
you know, stop crying about it. You can get up and do something like, so that was my, like a birthday resolution. Yeah. That is so good. And just look at how much you opened your own mind and your own like problem solving and creativity by saying, okay, now what am I going to do? That's new that I haven't done before. Like, and then who knows, it could like introduce you to the thing that changes your life. I mean, I started a podcast. One week was starting a podcast. <laughs> this week is interviewing new people. It's and it's been an amazing journey too. And um, I like to share that even during COVID, I've kept up with this. So even though we can't necessarily leave the house or not as much as we were before, or you're thinking, well, I can't go do these things or explore this. Like there's plenty of things that you can explore and find and do something new right within your own four walls. You just have to open up to possibilities. Like you talked about right. earlier, like there's so many possibilities just when you, it's like waking up almost yeah. like, whoa, there's magic and possibility all around me. So yeah, so true. So do you have anything that you um, want to kind of close us out with or anything that we didn't touch on that you had wanted to talk about? Well, the example that you just gave about um, feeling kind of closed off because of COVID, you know, and I think a lot of people have been feeling that way. And I know we've all been working on how to overcome that or work through it or, or beat the um, fatigue that maybe some people are feeling like maybe up front, we were like, I can do this. I've got this. And now maybe it's like, okay, well, when is it going to be over? Like I'm, (laughs) I've been doing it. And now when it's going to be over. And I think a lot of people have that same feeling around their work situations too. Mm -hmm. So like a lot of people will feel stuck and frustrated at work because of maybe because of COVID and the changes that have had to happen or uh, the work from home, or maybe Mm -hmm. just even without COVID, like their annoying coworkers or their incompetent boss or the crazy expectations that the company has or whatever. And so that's kind of who I'm trying to offer some relief to right now. So I made a mini workshop called love your, love your life, even if you hate your job. And it doesn't have to be about your job. Like if you, if any situation in your life is causing you not really to be able to love it as much, you know, so if anyone is kind of feeling similar to what we just described of feeling stuck and and not being able to do what you want to do, go check out that mini workshop. It's just 15 minutes, but it gives you a tool that you can implement immediately to give you some of that relief and feel a little bit more open and see the possibilities that we were just talking about. And then Chrissy, I just wanted to thank you for putting this podcast out into the world. I mean, I can just hear that you are very open and vulnerable. You're, you're sharing things that are private, but I'm sure when other people hear them, they can identify with you and identify themselves in your story. And so I just, I think what you're doing is really, really helpful and great. And I just appreciate you. Thank you so much for that. And I feel the same about you. I feel that, you know, um, us putting ourselves out there and sharing, it's not easy. It's not easy being vulnerable, but yes, I feel like, um, don't you feel like every time you do it or you really share a piece of you, somebody reaches out and they're just like, thank you. I needed to hear that. Like, thank you. I'm not alone. And I think that 100% makes it worth it for us to keep sharing and to keep going and to um, use that as another way to almost to break through resistance. Like, totally. I don't want to record this episode, but it's like, no, somebody needs to hear it. Like get up yes. and go do it for me. At least that gives me that fire. Like, okay, no, I can go do this. Like somebody, somebody needs to hear it. So I almost sometimes use that as a little bit of a kick in the rear too. I like it. That is, it's a good, it's a good reason to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah. 
Thank you so much. Um, And I want to thank you for giving your time to be here today and to share with us. I feel like you gave us so much great information and so many ways that we can already just start working with ourselves. And again, looking at our self-awareness, exploring your stories, your beliefs, and why you're doing that. I think that those literally are the two most powerful things that you can start with is being self-aware and then kind of starting that line of questioning. And that's going to take you so far. Yeah, I agree. So again, thank you so much. And um, I just, I can't thank you enough for giving your time to be here. Oh, thank you. I'm so excited to be here and excited to hear more of what you come up with, with all these interviews. How great. Thank you so much for joining me today for the Self Project Podcast. I hope that you were able to find something useful or inspirational to take away with you today. So come and connect with me over on Instagram. It's at underscore Christy Martin. And let me know what you want to hear more of. Go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and leave a review. And I will see you next time.